Welcome to the Word to the Wise, Why Standards Matter, a podcast series brought to you by UL Standards and Engagement. One of the key indicators of the move towards gender-responsive standards is the increased participation of women experts in decision-making and technical bodies. At UL Standards and Engagement, we believe the success to really understand how the concerns of these experts are represented in standards development is to document the impact of the successful standards development leaders. Towards that effort, we travel today to Shanghai to speak to Ms. Zingling, Director Standards and Institute of Testing Technology, Shanghai Electrical Apparatus Research Institute. She is part of multiple UL Standards and Engagement Standards Technical Panels or STPs today. Thank you, Ms. Jingling, for being part of the Word to the Wise conversation. Thank you, host. I'm very happy to have this opportunity to attend this program. Women play a very important role in the standardization, and I'm willing to share my standardization story with you today. Thank you so much. And you're an esteemed member of UL Standards and Engagement's STPs. Could you share your experience? being part of these panels. Okay, first, as you all know, UL standards has a long history and widely used. Each UL standards will set up a group with nine interesting characters attends, including producer, supply chain, commercial industrial use, general, AHG regulator, government, testing standards, customers, and international delegates. So that means if you are related with the standards standards objects, you could attend the working group, which is called STP in UL. For me, I attend two STPs. One is STP 3300, Robot for Service, Communication, Information, Education, and Interment. The other is STP 1740, that is for the robot and robotic equipment. In these two STPs, I worked as a chief member in this group and participate in the discussion of standards technical contents. Why I joined these two STPs? Uh, that needed to thank to Jesse Guo. Jesse Guo, who is a contact person of UL in China, and uh, she attended some standards meeting, um, which holded uh, from my side. So we know each other. And uh, when there are some new standard project stars, Jesse introduced the CCDS system to me and the new projects. For my experience, the STP group's organization and the management is very professional. And before each meeting, the chairman of the meeting will send the emails to us and to book the time. And during the meeting, she will take the notes with our discussion. For the technical difficulties that something may not, we can not solve in a short time, then the chairman or the project leader will assign to different groups and let different leaders discuss separately 
and then merged them. And could you briefly explain the STP panels you've been part of? Okay. Just like I said, I have joined two STP panels for the 3300. Um, this uh, standards gives the requirements to the service communication, information, education, and uh, internment robot. This robot will be used uh, in red internal or light commercial applications, such like um, our office or classroom. At present, many robots in STP 3300 range are used in our life. We can solve them in our life. Objectively speaking, which star robots appears in the main news, I mean, from the TV set, have not been widely promoted. Well, the automation and the autonomy of robots we see every day are still in a relatively primary stage. And the safety is naturally also in a relatively primary stage. So the role of the technical standards is very important. And about uh, the an- another standards is also for the robots, that is STP-1740. Uh, it gives the requirements of the robots and the robotic uh, equipment related to 600 voltage or less and intend to installation in coding with the National Electrical Code NFPA 70. These requirements covers robotic uh, equipment and system intended for indoor and outdoor use in applications such as part assemblings. Um, part transfer automates material handling, inspection, loading, diecasting, winding, planting, spring, automatic storage system, and such things. Um, I think uh, these two standards almost uh, cover the robot usually used in the industrial or daily life. Hmm. And as a member of two of our STP panels, could you briefly throw light on how this engagement has helped you both professionally and personally? Mm, when we talk from mm, this group and uh, with uh, different uh, uh, experts from different countries, we can learn each other. We share our um, knowledge and uh, also uh, from the talk, we can get some information about uh, how this kind of products used in different places of the world. So um, I think that is a very good opportunity for all of the experts in the group. You are also involved in leading the proposal of performance test methods for cargo e-transport mobility to IEC and have taken a lead on many local standards developments as well. What are the outcomes and what has been the significant impact of the standards which were developed through these panels in terms of safety, security and sustainability? Mm, Yes, in November 2029, as the project leader, I put forward the international proposal to IEC on the cargo e-transport uh, mobility method. 
and these standards are successfully entered the city stage now. At the same time, I also act as the co-convener for IECTC 125WG6. This working group is the safety for the cargo e-transporter. Mm, as you know, performance is the direction that enterprise technology continues purpose. And security, I mean the safety, is the bottom line of the products. This kind of products used in hotel, uh, hospital, and the parks. But the standards are blank, and the enterprise scale is not large. And so the product cost is very high. They could not uh, offer supply of standard parts in the industrial chain. International sales are more difficult. So I think uh, the rapid uh, development of IEC cargo e-transporter standards can help the industry solve this problem. And um, that is a very meaningful work. That is so interesting. And so from your perspective, how important is participation of women in standards development, technical regulation, and in the implementation of standards? Actually, when I saw this question, I'm so confused because the number of women who participate in the standardization work in China is very similar to the number of men. The standards is a um, product of compassion. Men and women um, share similar education level in China, and maybe women have higher ability in communication. So there is um, very, I mean, there is no, no difference of that. The standard itself serves industry regardless of gender. In fact, there is no obvious gender issues in the standard work. At least uh, there are no differences in my surrounding. <laughs> and that's so incredible because that's clearly a, a very unusual situation. So do you believe having more women at the table lead to gender-responsive standards? Um, yes, that, this is true. But in China, there is no such concern as women have the equal opportunity in this kind of work. How important is diversity inclusion in STP panels? Could you highlight the role played by experts from diverse backgrounds in the development of standards? Mm, yes, I think the diversity and inclusion in STP panel are very important. For example, from the um, perspective of a third party, you know, Sari, my company is a third party, the entirety, the repeatable ability, and the standardization for a standard is an important aspect to ensure high-quality standards. But the product sold in the market is based on the cost and the customer's acceptance. The highest demand is not always be the best. Suitable is the best. So um, the government uh, regulation part also has this uh, appeal. Diversity of the members, especially from the small and uh, mid uh, companies, 
with the emotive capacity um, um, can bring in different demands, uh, reach consensus through discussion and uh, compromise. This is also conductive to the application of later standards. And how important is mentorship and what role has mentorship played in advancing you in your own career? Would you consider being a mentor yourself? Mm, mentorship is important to help young standard participants grow quickly. I met a lot of teachers when I in this series. Although they cannot be called a mentor, but they are advisor in different stage of my job. My company is Seri. Uh, it is a third party inspection agency. After I was hired, because the standard work is not uh, for gaining profit, I contribute a lot and the job is always taken up by part-time works. Uh, I have act uh, a test engineer and then project engineer, uh, quality minister, minister of international certification, and etc. While I was working both on standards. To be honest, the change in my job offered me so the experience and benefit me. Now I'm the director of standards and regulation and response for the standardization of TIC, that is um, the department of salary, and also construct a training mode for the younger generation of standardization colleges. Also, I advise some young men and uh, assist them to rapid growth what would you tell women who are listening to this podcast about joining STPs or participating in the standards development process? How would you encourage them to join in and participate a little bit more? Okay. In the standard world, there is no gender difference, only the technical discussion also in UL. And in the process of STP development, there are many different rules. No matter you are conference organizer, recorder, or the standard drafter, as long as you have a technical idea, you can bring it up. And all the experts will fully respect and discuss that. At the same time, people in the group can learn a lot here because the standards has many dimensions. In our discussion, we can enrich our knowledge of standards and deepen our standing of products, which will benefit us a lot. So welcome, all of you. Thank you, Mrs. Ling, for being on the Word to the Wise podcast. Thank you. Through Word to the Wise, we aim to have those conversations build awareness and explore future strategies to increase women's participation in development of both standards and technical regulation. We will also explore examples of international standards that are truly gender responsive. Remember, you too can have your say. Just use the hashtag WhyStandardsMatter across social media 
and pose questions for us on the Word to the Wise podcast. And we will try to address those in future episodes. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and like us on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Music